Hi, welcome to the Vaguely Anime Podcast. I am one of the hosts this evening, Michael, followed by other va- uh, Vaguely Anime hosts. I guess that's not in an inaccurate statement. It's not, but... Other cultured corner host, Sage. That's me. Uh, and today's culture is Marvel, yeah. apparently, because you started rewatching or yeah, watching I, I, Phase 4. Um, Not rewatching Phase 4 because I had only watched like bits and pieces because I wasn't like keeping up with it because honestly after Endgame I know I've said this before but I was just like damn I am tired and I am not even making these movies I am just tired of watching them Uh so I I decided after Endgame to give myself like a super super long break basically my break was the entirety of phase (laughs) 4 yeah because I think the only thing I watched um no, it was all of Phase 4 because the first thing I watched after Endgame was Quantumanium. Quantumania. Quantumania, sorry. That was the first thing you watched? Post-Endgame, probably. You watched the end of Phase 4? Yeah. Or the beginning of Phase 5? Yeah, beginning of Phase Beginning four. of Phase... You watched the first movie of Phase 5. Yeah. So you just skipped the entirety of... Because I was just like, I am exhausted, y'all. Like, I cannot do this. Uh, didn't you watch uh, Doctor Strange? Oh, you're right. And I did watch WandaVision. Okay, so then... And Moon Knight. Okay, well, then you <laughs> lied. But you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't... Yeah. The only thing I was watching as it was coming out was WandaVision. Just because I, I loved the concept yeah. that they were going for, and I knew I had to watch it as it was coming out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Other shows, really I felt like, like I could just let them go by. Mm-hmm. And like pick up on a later date, and I would be okay. I feel like at this point, I'm at a I'm at a point where I'm like, if I skip it, I won't watch it. Mm. So I'm just like, I just gotta watch it when it comes out because like, it's not like it, it it's it's like there's the fatigue, but it's not it's not like I'm not gonna watch these. It's just like if I don't do it now, I won't. Right. You know, like it But I feel like you you consume way more content in general. Yeah. And you keep up like you it's not even that you're keeping up with like movies and TV shows and anime that's coming out right now. You also keep up with like video games that are coming out right now and things like that. Like I feel like you have a lot more to straddle. Yeah, that is true. I, I think, uh, I mean, but it's also like, you know, other people I know that do that, like Aemon and whatnot, like they're burnt out of the MCU completely. Right. But uh, I don't know. I, I think it's like, because, you know, comics, video games, I don't really read a lot of Marvel, which maybe that helps. Right. Um, because I don't find many Marvel comics to be interesting towards me, to me. Um, and any characters I do like are usually written badly. Mm. Um. It's not been true for uh, a little bit. Daredevil's been fucking banging. Um, uh, Moon Knight's been awesome. Um, and whatnot. But uh, Spider-Man always sucks. <laughs> Spider-Man's always awful. Um, right now, he's in like a villain arc. Mm. Essentially. It's bad. It's not okay. worth it. It's, okay. it's just not worth getting into. But um, yeah. So like, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's like. It's pretty hard for me to get burnout, I feel like. Right. Um, Because, I don't know, like, I've trudged through so much dog shit in my life. I feel like I can be happy with mediocrity sometimes, which is, like, not a good thing. No, but but I understand (laughs) what you're saying. I feel like I'm the opposite where, like, 
because when I was younger, even when I was younger, like I didn't watch like an exorbitant amount of things. Right. I ne- like even to this day, like I don't really stray out of things I'm already interested in, if that makes sense. And like when I do get into something, I either do it one of two ways where I like slowly trickle myself into it or I have to like dive like head first and I need to know literally everything about it right, right. away. And for most things, like if I like something, I'll stick with it forever. But the second I, I decide I'm not interested in something, the chances of me picking it up are pretty slim. Right. So I feel like I've not had as much like garbage to sift through because I've just been more selective, I guess. And I just, I just, I don't have the capacity to care. To be fair, most of the shit I've dredged through is anime. That's fair. Um, Because, I mean, well, and and some comics, because sometimes it's like sports where sometimes you don't get to pick your favorite team. It just is the team that it is. And you just have to support the bad team. Like being a Mets fan or a Jets fan, you know, like how it's like you just kind of end up being one. And then they oh, always even suck. even though they stink? Yeah. Oh. So it's like that, where it's like, uh, you know, being a fan of Red Hood, where, like, he sucked for years, you know? So it's like, sometimes you just kind of get into a track where you're like, well, I got to... This is my I, life now. I got to support it. I got to support my boy. LOL. So sometimes, like, with comics, it's like... Comics and anime, where it's like, you just sometimes... You just got to commit to trudging through the shit mm. um, because that, that's how I feel supporting Itzy right now, because it's just been rough for like two years. Oh, yeah. But I know they will come back to their glorious form eventually. Yeah. It's like being an NSYNC fan. It only took about 30 20 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they're going to come back, which is weird. I feel like they really only came back because writers and actors can't be promoting anything right now. And so the studio was like, hey, NSYNC, you want to... Because he's making... They're all part of that movie, right? The Trolls movie? Oh, the uh, Trolls 3 movie? Yeah. Oh, are they? Aren't they the boy band? They might, they might be the boy band. I, I have thought no, so. I, have no, I mean, that would make a lot of sense. So that so I was like, I, it definitely felt like... If that's true, maybe maybe I'm wrong. But may, either, if, even if I'm wrong... It's still Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. It's who is the main character. So I feel like they approached him like, hey, you don't, you're not part of the uh, Actors Guild. Um, you want to get your bandmates together and be like a cool tour, like we're getting back together thing just to promote this movie because we can't have anyone else being promoting it right now. Right, right, you know? right. Like, I, like it feels like that's the reason. Is it? Who knows? But that's what it feels like. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, anyway, anyway. Side the point. Marvel. Yeah. Um, so I just recently watched Loki. And One of the better Phase 4s. Yeah, I actually... Act, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was fun. Um, I like... I like the aesthetic that they were going for for the TVA. And, like, that kind of, like... Retro feel? Retro, like mid-century modern and like this is the future what it would look like but right. from that perspective if yeah. that makes sense um it's like the jetsons yeah like very much like the jetsons like i really like the way that looked i like the idea that it's like this almost a dmv level of like monotony yeah like i i thought that was cute um 
Plus, I mean, you got Tom Hiddleston as your main character. So. Yeah, I, I think he you does, really can't fuck it up. He he does a great job. Like he's so, I feel like he's so good as Loki that if they ever were like, okay, we're gonna cast a different person to be Loki, not in the way that like Sylvie is Loki, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that show really makes you root for interdimensional incest. But is it incest? Because they're both themselves, each other. Interdimensional masturbation. Like you know what I mean. Which either way, it still makes a lot of people root for it. It's really weird. They like, have such good chemistry. I think it <laughs> makes sense for his character. Like that he'd I be could, so in love. With I himself. could believe that level of narcissism from himself. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it is the con. What when you take a like. Once you start thinking about it, it's not just like shiny stuff happening on the screen. You're like, this is weird. <laughs> it's weird, but like, you're also rooting for it. I'm not. No, the, you cannot tell me they don't have incredible chemistry. I think they have great chemistry, but I actually would prefer if they were like bantery, witty BFFs. But. Again, it fits him. It fits him so well that he would fall in love with himself. It it does make sense why that happens, right? But, and I guess it's just also, like, the context of the scene. And this is, I guess, spoiler for Loki. If you're like me and behind on every single trend um, and you didn't watch (laughs) it yet, spoilers from here on out. Um, Like, when they have their kiss... And then she just immediately betrays him. Mm-hmm. Which again makes sense for the characters, mm-hmm. but I don't want them to be smooching. <laughs> but I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you're 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 on the uh, the the anti that train based on everything culturally that you and me have ever consumed. No, no, I know, and it does seem weird. I guess because like just the um, context of the show and like the background, and also I felt like. The buildup that they've ha- they had throughout the sh- the season, I I never felt this like romantic vibe between them. Like I sensed a lot of like understanding and like compassion and admiration for one another. I don't know I got a little bit of romanticism from it, but but you know what? like at least for me, I could just be stupid. But uh, like. I just, like- for me, I was like, oh, they're they're so, like, one with each other because they are the same person. But you know what I mean? Like, I felt like they really understood each other, and I want them to be, like, sassy best friends together who just, like, shit on everyone else. I kind of want a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> you know? No, I understand. Maybe and that's I, the cultured part of no, me. I, but, like, it I, made me think, like, I was like... I 100% understand why people would root for them to be together. It's, it's the same rule as culture. You just don't think about it. Anytime they say the word, you, 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 just, you, 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 know, you, you no, blank you, it out. Like, it, it doesn't you, exist. You, you black out for that second, and then you put yourself back in it. I get it. I get it. It's just for me, because I was watching this show, one, I was actually pretty invested in the show. Like I was really enjoying it. Yeah, it's in my top, so, top 15. So I was really paying attention 
So you, for me, it was a little harder to just gloss my eyes over and ignore it. I don't know. Maybe maybe my uh, maybe my censorship <laughs> bar is really good. You, 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 the way you just can block out information in your own mind. <laughs> hey, man, when you're doing culture as long as I have. I guess that's fair. Yeah, you just take out the context and you're fine. Yeah, context is Who context is never key. Context, that's a killer. Yeah, no, never have the context. <laughs> Sometimes you just see a really good drawing and you're like, yeah, I could get down. Ignore the context yeah. and just re- read the art. Yeah, 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 I understand. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Obviously, WandaVision, I thought, was excellent. Mm-hmm. I Even- think WandaVision just fails at the end because it's just another big... Bad. Yeah, I mean, I I will say the ending is the only part where they stumble, and I understand why they have to have that ending, because it's Marvel and it's Disney, and they need to have laser battles and bright things flashing on screen. I wish they would think they don't. I also don't think they need to do that. We've had that conversation that everything ends in world-ending <laughs> things, and it's annoying. Right. Same with Moon Knight, whatever, whatever. Right. Um. But that's fine like i for me i just view wandavision as like the first half if that makes sense right like pre-darkhold mentioning right and i just go from there i like how ship of theseus vision has not shown up since i know when what, it, have they even alluded nope. to him nope not at all back doctor strange happens he does, he and she's going crazy yeah he doesn't even show up in that that's weird. That has not been mentioned or anything since. But I can't imagine they just forgot about it. No, they definitely didn't. So I think they m- just maybe in phase five we'll get them. What I assume happened was that scripts were already written, and, right? And and then then vision came into effect, right? And then they were like, oh, right. Well, uh, the script for Doctor Strange is already written. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Anyway, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which. I haven't finished. I think I'm only halfway through. Ha- being halfway through, I do so far like this kind of... Sm- it's not a small problem, but smaller than like global intergalactic threat. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it's a problem that makes sense for Bucky and Sam. And I think it fits the scale of their capabilities, which I appreciate. Has Sharon shown up? No. Okay. We, we've we met the new Captain America and Starfighter or Star Fox or Star something. His like sidekick. No, I know. I, I do uh, not remember. His, I don't remember his, his name his either. Name. I'm very sorry. Um, but. I uh, really didn't like it the first time. My so, rewatch did improve my opinion. So here, here's my thing. One, I think the two big battles we've gotten so far. So in episode one, you have like the essentially like parachute dogfight in like the mountains. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Great showcasing of like Sam's abilities with the wings and like, you know, whatever, whatever. I thought that was very creative for his skill sets. Yeah, wingsuits. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It works really well for him specifically. And then when you have Sam and Bucky on like the two moving eighteen wheelers, I thought that was also really good showmanship of like what they can do, but also the like threat they're up against of like 
you know, the super soldiers that are mm-hmm. rogue or whatever you want to call them. Right. I thought that was a good setup as well. Then you get introduced to, I mean, this happens like in between this. They also have incredible chemistry. Yes. Great. Chem- I That's the one thing I think Marvel really does perfectly. They're the way they cast these actors to play off each other. And I don't know if maybe it's just because they've all been doing it for so long together that you really can build that bond. Right. But in basically everything, even something where maybe I don't like it as much, I can never really complain about the chemistry that people have on screen together. Right. I can't complain about the relationships that they're building because it always makes sense for the characters. Like, it wor- and it works within like what they've established for like different groups and you know what I yeah. mean like it's so well done yeah and Bucky and Sam work fantastic they're s- they're really good together yeah um so my <laughs> I feel very weird about this new Captain America guy mm-hmm. um so you first see him and it's this like um what is it called like a press conference. Is that what yeah. it, like a press release, press statement? I don't basically. I don't know what you like officially call yeah, Kurt it. Kurt Russell's kid. Um, and they're like, Wyatt Russell. oh, here's the new Captain America, right? And when they were reading off his like achievements list, I was like, okay, that sounds good. Like you seem like you're a good person, but am I? Don't tell me, but just let me know if I'm leaning in the right direction. If this makes sense. So when they introduce him, so I've only seen him in two episodes now because they introduce him in episode two and then we continue to have him in episode three. Mm -hmm. He gives me this vibe of like slight cockiness, arrogance, could secretly be a bad guy vibe. Not a bad guy directly, but like influence the tide. Four bad guys, like, could be easily easily influenced to be a bad guy. Okay, that's the vibe I'm getting. And do you want me to answer that? No. Okay. But that's just the vibe I'm getting. I I feel like that's pretty overtly a vibe. Okay. Because here's the thing: they are having this fight on the moving eighteen wheelers, and this man pulls out a gun. And when I was sitting there watching this, I went. A gun? I was so genuinely shocked. I mean, he doesn't have superpowers. I know he doesn't have superpowers, but I was just like, no. I like... You cannot be the mantle that is Captain America, who is like a boots-on-the-ground fist guy. You know what I mean? He can't be showing up to a fist fight with a gun. That's not fair. This Captain America would never get Thor's hammer. I would just like to say. In my humble yet correct opinion. Just like to point out that that is, that is Bucky when he became Captain America in the comics. Jeez, but it's not Steve now, is it? I know, I'm just saying. But Captain America has held guns. <laughs> no, I know he's had guns in like previous iterations. But doesn't it just feel wrong? Also in the first movie. Doesn't it just feel wrong? He's just a dude. Sometimes with strong, strong, like strong punch man, but like 
he's still just a dude. Sometimes strong punch man. But anyway, so the gun threw me off. Okay. Especially because this version of Captain America is even more just a dude than Steve. Uh Uh-huh. He's just an American hero. He's just a guy. Yeah. Um... So I don't feel good about this new Captain America. Also, I don't know if they did this intentionally, but without the like helmet neck strap situation going on, he looks like a normal person. Then with the helmet neck like chin strap thing, his face looks squished. Like it's too small for him. It's on purpose. That's what I thought, because I was like... It's made to not look completely right on him. Okay, that's what I was thinking, because I was like, there is no Because everybody thought the same thing. There everybody is watching that when it was coming no, out was like... I, I was watching, I was, was like, like... That does not do Wyatt Russell any favors. I was going to say, because he's not an unattractive guy. He's handsome without the mask yeah. on. You know what I mean? So I was like, there's no way everybody saw this in Marvel, in Disney, and they were like... Yeah, that's good to go. Yeah, Just no, check it's, it's it right off. It's supposed to feel off. Yes. Okay. So I was like, this is horrible and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I did have bettering opinions of Falcon and Winter Soldier the second time around. Yeah. Because um, the first time around, I did not like it. I didn't think it was good at all. Um, really? I also don't didn't think a lot of the fight scenes were very good. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I just didn't think it was very good. Second time around, I did enjoy it a lot more. But they, they do Sharon dirt so dirty. They they absolutely ruin her character. They have I haven't gotten to her yet, so I'll see what happens with her. But does she become like damselly, if that makes sense? No. Worse. Worse than damsel? Yeah. Oh. Because it just betrays her character. Oh, okay. Like it she's not like which I, I you could say damsel would be betraying her character, but but it's not that. Mm. I don't know. I don't like it. I I haven't seen many people that do. Okay. It's mm, just okay. don't like it. It feels I'll, bad. I'll, I'll see what happens with her. Uh, I'm also just going in order of what it says, like the timeline order uh-huh. is. Um, Shang Chi, which I think we talked about before. Yeah, we did kind of recently. Um, which I think it's fine. Again, the first a- the first half, great. Yeah. I I really wish it just stayed in the first half, and it was just. The- Shang-Chi fucking running around San Francisco or whatever and beating up fucking ninjas. Yeah. Um, until it goes and becomes super CGI master fight and you're like, okay, I don't I don't need this. Yeah. I I want to love Shang-Chi so much more than I do. And it's the second half just ruins it so much for me. Like, it's because it, the wushu is so cool. That opening fight scene with He's the parents. So good. Oh my god. I want more of that. And I also want just more of uh, fucking, you know, uh, Simu Lee. No, that's not his last name. Uh, Simu. I don't remember his last name. I'm spacing on his last name. Oh, oh, the oh. The actual actor. Yes, I can't think of his last name now. Damn. Um, L.U. Lu? Is it, is it? I don't know. That's how you pronounce it, though. I'm absolutely probably wrong. Uh, fuck, where the, where the fuck is it? I'm just trying to find the movie so I can pull it up. Yeah. Um, while you try to pull that up, I'm just gonna skip right ahead real quick because um, we already talked uh, about. Yeah, Simu. Yeah, it's L I U. L I U. And I totally knew this at one point. Liu. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna say stick with Simu. Yeah. Which th- I know is not the correct Chinese pronunciation, but um, and uh, or a. I think it's Chinese. I'm pretty sure I, I watched an interview that he's like, yeah, it's Chinese. I think he's Chinese. But uh, with him just fucking beating people up, because he's a great stuntman. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, 
just it just becomes illegible in the second half, and it yeah. sucks. Um, and I'm sure that's on the the Marvel execs more than it is directors, right? And then moving on to Eternals, this is again timeline order. I've I've said Eternals my, sucks. Eternals. If anything, Eternals is so boring. If anything needed to be a television show in the MCU, especially in Phase Four when it was so television show heavy, it needed to be Eternals. You cannot have a movie that's like eighty percent. This is okay. Eternals and Cats have the same problem, and do you know what it is? Eighty percent of it is character introductions, and twenty percent is plot. Yeah, and the plot's not good. And the characters aren't interesting. You, I can't spend the whole movie just going, oh, here's a new character on screen, and then nothing happens. Eternals, I've watched twice. I think I've watched Eternals like three times now, and it doesn't get better. It doesn't. It does not get better. Because uh, I, I, when I did my rewatch of all of the MCU... Um, I was like, maybe it'll get better, in my opinion. Mm-mm. Yeah, it sure didn't. Um, it just... It's just boring. And that's, like, the worst crime of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could be bad, but if you're boring, it's worse. <laughs> I, I, think, I think if it was a TV show, right? Because most of these MCU TV shows are, what, hour-long, six-episode yeah, we're on there. Shindigs, uh-huh. right? If you had done it as a TV show, even let's say you gave yourself eight episodes or whatever, you could have spent so much more time. Like, you could spend the first episode developing them in, like, like man developing, like, civilization and whatever, right? And then we can connect with them and understand their connection with humans, and then episode two, you like jump forward in time and it's like one of the first major conflicts. Right. Right. Where it's like essentially a continental conflict and how they are either not a part of it or deciding what they should do. You know what I mean? Show more connection with each other and humans. And you know what right, I mean? Yeah. Like, the I biggest just... problem, too, is that nobody gives a shit about the Eternals in any form. Like, even the comics. Right. Like, nobody gives a shit about the Eternals. Right. <laughs> and so, like, it's so hard to make people care about characters nobody's ever cared about. But then they do nothing to make us care about them. No. You know what I mean? And they can't even... They don't even do, like, it in a lazy way. They just don't do it. I The only interesting characters in that movie are... um, um. Hirsch Patel, who is um, Karun, the, the the like Bollywood guy, yeah, um, because he's just kind of funny, yeah, um, and uh, and um, Angelina Jolie and her partner, who's uh, um, the, the punch guy, yeah, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce his actual name correctly. That's valid, um, but he's in a lot of shit, and I like him in a lot of stuff, um. I, I think those three characters are the most interesting, but they still are barely anything. And the speedster effects are cool. But we didn't get any time to 
for them to become interesting is the nope. problem. We didn't get time for anything. They just go and find their ship, and oh, there's the speedster. Y you know what I think? You know what I think it is. If they had done a Eternals is like doing a movie like Avengers, mm -hmm. but if they had done Avengers with nothing prior, yeah, like Batman v Superman. Or Justice League. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If if they had done Avengers with no buildup and they were like, hey, here are these heroes you should care about. You want backstory? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. Eternals is is my third to last movie in my MCU ranking. That's, I think, extremely fair. Yeah. It's uh, only beaten, uh, well, uh, beaten by Captain Marvel and the original Hulk. <laughs> Secret Invasion's right above it. Although, honestly, Secret Invasion might deserve to be under it. The only reason why it's not is because it's just easier to watch a TV show than it is three hours of boring. I guess that's fair. You know? <laughs> like... Yeah. Following the Eternals is Multiverse of Madness, which... I think it's good. I thought it was good. I think it has problems. I think the question mark that is Wanda's death feels slightly contrived. I think a lot of things with Wanda in that movie aren't written the tightest. Because, well, like, even if you watch WandaVision, it still feels like we didn't get a reason for why she's that far gone. And, like, yeah, the Darkhold, but, like, it feels like we needed a little more into that. Well, I feel like if they had taken, it, let's say, in for her one, to just straight up go and start murdering people with nonchalantly, like right. You know? I think if they had taken away their laser beam fight with um, Agatha and Wanda. And, like, went more into the ending being and, more of her losing herself to the Darkhold. Right. Yeah. If they had established that, let's say, in, like, how many episodes is it? Nine or eight? Something like that. Let's say in the second to last episode, or maybe even before that, right? Or during, like, the explanation of it all, right? Where we see her creating the hex and blah, blah, blah. She creates the hex in part because she gets the dark hold and the heck and it's getting more and more big and elaborate and huge and she's only using the dark hold because of her grief right so you can right. still tie in the grief aspect of it and that can still be the main focus of the story mm -hmm. and see her go through the stages of grief but as it progresses the reason why things are moving forward is in part because the Darkhold is getting stronger and stronger, right? And then, instead of Agatha fighting her, and then she decides to undo the Hex, right? Right. She realizes that she's no longer... Like, the lengths she's going to are so extreme, and she feels like she is getting too overpowered by the Darkhold. So she has that her epiphany by herself. So she decides, I'm going to let all of this go, right? Kids, bye-bye. Vision, bye-bye. But then you have her, let's say, in like a post credit scene or something like that. You have that 
because you know how like it, the dark hold is supposed to be like tempting. Mm -hmm. So she decides, I'm going to put this away, but then she's tempted back to it because she misses these children that she's created too greatly. Yeah. So then she goes really into the deep end, but instead of creating like a fake imaginary world, she goes inward and she's just allowing it to fester and bubble. Right. And become so extreme. You know what I mean? Then when you have her be this level of crazy in... Um, Multiverse of Madness, it comes off a little bit smoother. Yeah, because it it just feels like it's such a jump. Even when you watch the show, right? It, like it doesn't feel like you witness the corruption of the dark hold. It's just implied, and right. I feel like the implication Which, isn't strong enough for you to vibe with. I mean, the implication I think is a good enough excuse. It's just. It is, but it feels it, it, it still feels too jarring. It, it's just not good enough because I think Marvel is better than that. Right. They have an infinite amount of time to explain themselves. Yeah. So why are we rushing? Yeah. And you, like... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and especially because it's just like... It feels like from what we witness... That Wanda wouldn't have been so far gone that she wouldn't have just been like, oh, what if I just look for a universe where, like, I just died? Yeah. And I can go find the kids there. Right. Um, And they just won't know or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, like, it doesn't feel like she's that far gone that she wouldn't think of that. Right. You know? But it's just like... Because because the amount of people that I saw watching that movie being like, why didn't she think of that? Like, which leads you to believe that they don't they didn't establish it in a in a hard enough way, right? That it makes it obvious that the dark hold is why she's not thinking about it, you know? Or I think if because you know how and obviously we're backseat driving, yeah, backseat backseat driving. This is here, all so hindsight, like, obviously. Yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We can't obviously change anything, but. If, if we could change it, what if... Because you know how the whole thing that they're establishing, like the Dreamwalker and blah, 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 right? Right. So if the beginning of the movie... And I know this is a Doctor Strange movie, but it is like sidecar WandaVision movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the beginning of the movie, or when we are first introduced to Wanda, it's actually Wanda with her kids, mm -hmm. right? But then they explain that that's her dream walking, not for the first time, but as you dream walk more and more, you get like more and more diluted. Right. And because she's only dream walking because she has the dark hold and that's also diluting her. You know what I mean? Like if it was something like that, because she's then experiencing being with the children. Right. But she needs a vessel to do it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like if they had that kind of explanation. Yeah. But obviously, that doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I think Multiverse of Madness is a fairly solid movie. I like it quite a lot. And what it does well it, with Sam Raimi just going and making it scary as shit at times. Yeah, Sam, you know, like, Sam Raimi just being Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Like when, when she's like covered in blood... And she's, and doing she's like, like yeah. fucking doing the demon, like, run after them. Yeah, like the Deadite run. Yeah. And, oh, my God. I think I said this before, but the scene where um, 
Professor X like enters her mm. mind and it's like that super wide blank white yep. room. Oh my it's so good. And then but then like you have that th- stuff where like people pick apart where they like, you know, the Illuminati are like this is Black Bolt. One word will kill him. And you're like, you're the smartest man on the planet, and that's what you're going to fucking say? Yeah. You know? Oh, no. Doctor Strange, you're the threat, not the person going through and murdering a bunch of people currently. Yeah. Like, we are like, all right, I feel like some parts of this movie could have used uh, another pass of just, like, but, reasoning. But, but, but maybe, maybe in their universe, he, he is the smartest. He smart- was. Maybe in their universe, he is the smartest, but, like... In other universes, he's a fucking moron. Yeah, well, you know Reed what I Richards mean. Is supposed to be one of the smartest men. Well, on the I know that, but I still think I, I'm still in the camp. Also, that uh, uh, John uh, Krasinski is a fantastic, Mister Fantastic. I feel like he's too beefy, at least visually. No, because like him and Emily Blunt are a great pairing for for Mister yes, and Mrs. Fantastic. You're absolutely right. I think that would be great if we got that, but I don't know something about like his look. Just doesn't fit the vibe for me. I mean, like, I get why people disagree. I totally get it. I I have just, I I don't know. I feel like it could work. And I thought he was a fine Mr. Fantastic for the small amount we got. Oh, for the, for Um, the, I'm not complaining. But also they, uh, I think Sam Raimi came out and was like, I only did that so that people on the internet would realize they were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So. But um, I don't know. It was still fun seeing all those people and, and seeing like Captain Carter in, in, in live action and whatnot. Yeah. Um, she got fucking bisected, too. Yeah, she got fucking obliterated. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, it was a solid movie. It's a, it's 16 on my, my MCU ranking. Mm. So. Um, and then we move on to Hawkeye, which Which I is think my number 10 because Hawkeye fucking rocks. I think Hawkeye is, again... This small scale problem. It's all they need is I, more small scale. It's so perfect. It's so, like it's just fighting. I gangs. am already obsessed with Haley Steinfeld, and I oh, think she fantastic. kills it in basically any role she's in. But the fact that she's just slotted herself in all these like superhero movies, and she does such a good job. Fantastic, Kate like Bishop. her. Like, delivery as Gwen is so different Mm -hmm. from her delivery as Kate Bishop, and it's both super believable. Yeah. Half the time I forget she's Gwen, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, she's just such a fantastic actress. I get where you're reminded that it's her every time. I'm like, fuck, she's great as Gwen. She's so good. But, like, her Kate is, is, I don't know if endearing is the right word. But, like, you really want to root for her. Like, you can understand. She's believable. Like, she's believable in that, like, she's this college girl who's, like, so, like, bright-eyed and, like, believes the best in people but is, like, kind of dumb. Yeah, but also absurdly talented. But, like... But doesn't know how to use the talent right, in any, right. like, she, like, like, good Like, way. she has, like, all the equipment. She just doesn't know how to use any of it. Yeah, like, you see that she has all the trophies. She has achieved these goals, but no idea how to connect them into anything. Yeah, like... like she, she has the ability to be a great superhero, but just can't put it together for it to work. <laughs> She's done all the training, but she has no understanding of, like, using them practically. Yeah. Like, she's just... She's Bruce Wayne, but if Bruce Wayne never had the intelligence to be like, all right, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just being like, so, I'm, I I can do this, but I I'm can, still Bruce Wayne. I, 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 I can do stuff real good. 
<laughs> just like to, to do I just like go out and like punch people as me now? Or <laughs> I think if I go around just punching people as myself, I might get in trouble. Yeah. So it's just like never put it together. Like how to how to make all of this knowledge into one being. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, I think she. I think she's great. Um, I really like that we see Clint and his family. Um, it it makes me like Clint's random ass having a family because it's so random, right? Like, because in the comics, he's a fucking loser. <laughs> like, he's great. People love Clint. Right. I, I, Hawkeye. The the uh, Matt Fraction Hawkeye run is incredible. He just he is like. Four ex-wives. Like, he's just... He, he lives in a fucking shitty apartment. Right. Like, um... But he's also an Avenger. Like, yeah. you know? Um, but... So, like, in the movies, it's so weird that he randomly had a family with, like, seven kids. But... Um, but this show, like, justifies it. But I, I want to actually ask this question because we first see his family in Endgame? No. When do we first uh, see him? Age of Ultron. Age of because Ultron. that's the whole joke that they go to his farm. Right. And yes. Like, yes. These yes. are agents, and those are smaller agents. Yes. Yes. Age of Ultron is it, within like the OG cast of Avengers. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that they established to have like a regular home life. Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. I he, in Age of Ultron, they do it as a way to ground him more, so that way, like. Because also, he was going to die in that movie originally. Mm. It was not going to be Quicksilver. Mm. Joss Whedon was going to kill uh, uh, Hawkeye. Wow, aren't they glad they didn't do that? Well, they, they <laughs> yeah, they were going to do that, and then uh, and then they were like, no, you can't. So that's why it like the entire movie, it feels like Hawkeye's going to die. Right. Because he was. Right. Um, But, so it's there, A, for that. And, and B, because it's supposed to just take the Avengers way out of their element. Right. And be like, this dude is the human of all of you. He's and the he, most human. Yeah, and he's... Like, uh, he's got three kids and a wife yeah. at home on a fucking ranch. Yeah. Um, so, it's also partially, like, for that. Which, right. again, it feels very weird. Um, but it uh, it works fine. And then I think it works really well because of Hawkeye. Um, I also think I think it does fine in Endgame too. It give you know. I, I was gonna say I feel like the payoff is in Endgame where why he becomes Ronan, right? You know what I mean? Where we see him witness his family get blipped. Yeah, it, it definitely the, gives a much more. And that's the opening scene. You know what yeah, I mean? It like, definitely gives much more of a good reasoning for why he becomes Ronan, other than just like and being it, sad. It, it's a good reason for him becoming Ronan, but it's also. Because during Infinity War, when everyone's being dusted, we only see the heroes dusting. Yeah. Is that correct? Um, I mean, we see random, like, car crashes and stuff and whatnot. Right, but you know what I mean? The, like, the focus is on... The people. The heroes. Yeah, like, even when it's, like, you're seeing the car crashes, like, from... Um, like when, when Samuel Jackson, right. And, when like, it's it's still dusted. mostly focusing on him. On him. Yeah. So, so when you... When you open an endgame with Clint seeing his family be dusted. Because it's just, like, his kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it just grounds it in this, like, really painful reality. Right. That, like, this man just lost his entire fucking family. Yeah. Like, I think it does a good job there. Mm-hmm. 
and it's it's such a good setup for like okay five years later like yeah. it's been five years and this man has just had to suffer like suffer through that grief for that whole period without his family kind yeah. of thing um but i i think hawkeye is is let's see hold on real quick fact check myself okay besides <laughs> besides guardians 3 mm-hmm. and no way home i think hawkeye is is the best thing um that marvel has put out since and uh since end game end of phase, phase three, three um yeah. again besides no way home and, and guardians three i think hawkeye is the best um be, it, it's my number 10 um mm. and i i just the smaller scale the 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 action the character inter, uh character interactions um uh fucking kate bishop and uh Yelena, mm-hmm. like Lawrence Pugh and 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 Haley Steinfeld are Ex- excellent. Such good chemistry. They are the best frenemies. Yes, ever. Like the dumb shit. Like you know, like when they're in the elevator and she just hits all the buttons. She's like, she's oh like, come, come on, on, don't be like yeah. that. She like pulls the dress off of her and she spins and she's in her uh, her like hero costume. She's like, did you plan that? And she's like, yes. And she just looks at her like, no, you didn't. Um. And then, you know, she goes to break the window and she throws something and it just hits her hand. And she's like, ow, that really hurt. Like, they are adorable. They're so good together. Um, and, uh, you know, the mac and cheese scene when she just breaks into her apartment. Like, it's all so good. And, and they're... And, uh, sorry, not no, to, no, go sorry ahead. to cut you off. I just think it also... Their interactions just show how young they are. Mm-hmm. Compared to let's say like OG Avengers, because like Clint would never even bother. You know what I mean? Like OG Avengers, when we're first meeting them, they're all supposed to feel like fully grown adults. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas, um, Kate and Elena, yeah, feel like young twenty somethings. Yeah, like just like fresh out of college like i can take on anything right. but i also don't have a clue on what i'm doing yeah. kind of vibe like everybody in the original run like clint was a fucking shield agent for like 30 something fucking years and was just a <laughs> dude with a fucking bow yeah he was um, just a guy who shot good yeah like and then you have child that just is really really fucking good at things because she watched dude with bow yeah, hunt, uh, shoot things at, in New York one day when she was a child and her dad ex- died in the explosion of her yeah. building. Um, and, but like it's it's the story itself is is really grounded and even like and and it brings back Kingpin, mm-hmm. um, which is you know uh, which was fun and um, even though he has like super strength in this version, like it's still fun. You know, it's so funny, and I think I might have said this before. So with, with like the mom reveal. Of it all, the whole time I was originally watching, I was like, "Is the mom evil?" Absolutely. And then I was like, no. "I love that the and stepdad isn't." I know, right? Or the but boyfriend, the, whatever he is. But but then uh, I think he was like gonna propose to the mom or something. Yeah. So like on the way to becoming a stepdad, but not yet. Yeah. Um. But the whole time I was like, "No, like that would be too obvious. The mom's not evil. Like I'm sure she's fine." Right. And then I would go back to be like, "Maybe she is evil." I just like that, like. 
He's like the stepdad's actually just trying his best. Yeah, he just wants to connect with this like yeah. And she young just like woman. thinking that she's like he's like nah he's the villain he's got to be the bad guy he's he's got all the marks of a bad guy and he's trying to be my stepdad yeah like and like that smile the clearly, mustache clearly villainous yeah and then like the fucking fencing and everything and yes then, like, and then when everything goes down he has his fucking stupid ass sword and he's like I'll help <laughs> and he, like and you're like. He's really just trying. Yeah, he's just a good guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hawkeye absolutely enjoyed it. I don't know if we're getting a season two. I, I really want us to. I would love to get a season two I w- unless they're going to, like, do a movie. I don't know. I don't know. What, I, I worry that they're just going to be like, nah, Young Avengers. And I'm just going to be like, that's fine, I guess. But, but it's not the same. I'd rather have a season two of Hawkeye. Yeah. I mean, they're doing season two of Loki, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess because, I guess if they do a season two of Loki, like, they can't really have... They kind of had to. But if you think about it, like, I don't think you can have A Loki movie. Not even a Loki movie, but I don't think you could have Tom Hiddleston's Loki... Interact with people? Interact with, like, this main core Avenger Yeah, it kind of feels like he's now just off does in that his own branch. Does that make sense? Yeah. But like it, it also just like And it does make sense, I guess, with what they set up with Loki that he wouldn't be. Yeah. Because he 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 teleports himself during twenty twelve Avengers, mm-hmm. which he wasn't supposed to. Right. Hence yeah, hence the, the whole show, show happening. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense for him to blip himself back into the current timeline. Yeah. So it works for him to be on his own. Yeah. So that's why we're getting season two for sure. But I would love a season two of Hawkeye. I feel like yeah. it would be so good. I, I feel like it. I feel like it works really well as a show. Yeah. Um, moving on from Hawkeye, Moon Knight. Like 50-50. 50-50. Same problem I had with Wandavision. To be honest, I also I also am really annoyed that they cut out basically every fucking fight. That it's all just like. Like DID'd uh, he, away, yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, I want to see Moon Knight beating the shit out of people. I, I think, I think Oscar Isaac does a really good job. Um, I think he, especially the like nerdy museum version. Yeah, although Stephen Grant's supposed to be a cool, suave fucking billionaire, but yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I like. I mean, I, I feel like they are, they are setting up for that versions to be a thing, right? But it was just kind of weird that they made that choice. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think Oscar Isaac does a great job. I do agree, and I think there's a lot of really cool shit that they do, and I actually do like the suit. Both suits. I like. Mm-hmm. I, I even though it doesn't make sense that Steven has his own version of the different suit, and it's not just. A different costume, but whatever. Because um, it just makes me think they're going to give him a third suit for Jake, which I would be weird. Um, but I don't know. I I think there's some things they do questionably, especially the ending, because it's, again, another world-ending thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Which you just can't do in a television show. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Especially in this Moon Knight should just be fucking beating up vampires in fucking New York City. I just want to see him decking vampires in an alleyway. Um, But, 
I think it's fun. Um, I really like um, his uh, wife's girlfriend's uh, hero suit design. Yes. The Golden Scarab or whatever. Yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah. I forget her name, but I, uh, her, I, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, her design is incredible uh, in that's in that suit, and I do like her character a lot. Um, and I think there's a lot of good moments, but it also slightly feels like they changed a lot about Moon Knight for no real reason. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I know. Because I don't have like that big of a pool of knowledge for Moon Knight to begin with. Because I think right. I've only read like. When we did the comic club. Comic book club where I read the wrong thing and then the correct thing. Yeah. So that's the only real context I have. And in that context, I really enjoyed it. So having that little context, like, I like this version of the suit where it's like a suit. Yeah, I don't I, think they could have just done, like, skin tight, pure white. I don't think it would have looked very interesting. You need texture for for a, for a camera. Right. So, so. I, I like the way this looks. Because in that comic that we read, he has something similar right. of an actual like suit that he's wearing, which I really I like. I just like the way it looks. I think the all white outfit is very sleek. Yeah. Um, I think it looks good. I think the fights could have been better that we did get. I too. I will be like I don't even really remember the fights. They're not anything. <sighs> yeah. And that sucks because Moon Knight should be awesome to watch fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I feel you. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch She-Hulk, didn't watch all of Miss Marvel, didn't watch Wakanda Forever. I forgot I watched the She-Hulk, I enjoy. People that bitch about it, I think, are just being babies. Um, I mean, I can understand that it is not for everybody, right. but a lot of the things that people were usually saying that was bad about it definitely felt like they were coming from a sexist angle, mm. more than just being like, these are problems I actually have with the I, show. When I watch it, I'll have more opinions. My only true grip, because I remember when Mark was watching and I would like see it on the TV every once in a while, is I will say from what I have seen, which is like very short little things, um, her in her Hulk form, I just always felt like the face is a little bit too small the problem the definitely head. feels like because like people are like but hulk looks great in the show and you're like well yeah because they had 15, fucking 15 years, years to perfect to his it. model yeah um so i mean yeah obviously um she she hulk's version does always kind of look a little off um, but I will not fault the VFX team for that. They, right. You know, and, and the other thing is, I don't think I actually, from the small clips I saw, I don't think I ever noticed anything really wrong with the way the body looks like that all looks fairly proportional and like, right. it makes sense. It's just the face is like, and this isn't even like the biggest thing in the world. It's just slightly too small to fill out the headspace where it looks like not proportional. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Um, um, I think um, uh, Wakanda Forever is. I've heard fine. mainly bad things. I didn't really like it. Um, but I'll see what I see when I watch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's it's just it's just kind of fine. Um, uh, let's see, Miss um, Marvel. I voiced my opinions about Miss Marvel. I, the power changing her powers, I think, is is uh, hurts her character more than anything else. Uh, the ending is also a world-ending threat, which is stupid for Miss Marvel, especially for her first fucking outing as a hero. Yeah. Um, because isn't the whole thing okay? So like, 
um hawkeye miss marvel when she is having her powers and she's trying to like be a superhero mm-hmm. she's constantly fucking up mm-hmm. she doesn't know what she's doing mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like that i want to see i want to see these heroes struggle and stumble and progress over time right because that's the whole point like iron man didn't have his infinite like infinite nanotech mode in the first movie yeah he was crashing into his own fucking cars and (laughs) you know what i mean like his suits evolved across every single movie yeah to the point where he just had this fucking fleet of suits yeah that's good that's what i want to see but he also didn't have world ending threats in the first movie nope just uh just a fucking ironmonger literally and figuratively like you know what i mean so why would you have the show her stumbling and like trying to it's that whole thing of like wanting to be a superhero but like you don't know how to help people yeah if that makes sense yeah. uh yeah i know i agree and then um i'm trying to think of what else um oh werewolf by night fantastic yes werewolf by night is incredible uh and also uh a quick shout out to the fact that they are releasing it again for th- for halloween but in color this time which is purely absolutely because they had the strike was going on which meant they couldn't create another halloween special right which they were just like we'll just release it in color which ruins the entire point of the show because the ending is leads to the whole color it's stupid yeah you could just tell that they because the strike was going on and they wouldn't pay the fucking writers and actors that they did they were just like we'll release it in color yeah fucking stupid uh thor love and thunder my opinions of it were better the second time. Maybe I need to watch it a second time because my first my first go through was not like wow. I don't think it's wow. I I I. My bar has gotten so low that it's just like, can I have fun with it? And mm. fun with it is like a four out of five. Like that, yeah. I would, I could rewatch it. Yeah. Um, I still think that it is too much. Like there are two. There are jokes that are just too much in it. Like the fucking screaming goats right. and stuff, where you're just like Jesus Christ, like the Thor being is like is just like too much of a himbo. He's I, too dumb. I think I think the problem is you want the the movie is trying to be in parts extremely serious, heavy topics, and then it's also wanting to be like. Himbo to the max, screaming like, goats, there's a ridiculousness. Great, there's a great scene that we see that it's a deleted scene between mm-hmm. Thor and, and, and Zeus. Mm-hmm. Um, that instead of the whole thing where they have that fight scene in the throne room and he throws right. the bolt and fucking kills but doesn't kill Zeus. Right. Where they're actually just talking to each other and, and he's just like... Like, actually giving good advice, and they actually talk, and he's like, yeah, I'll give you the Thunderbolt. Like, mm-hmm. here, like, go stop this guy, whatever. Right. Like, I can't do it in front of the gods, because whatever, but, like, here, yeah. And, like, it's actually, like, a serious moment, and it's really well-written and acted. And you're like, see? 
you had it right there. Like, right. if that was the scene instead of the joke scene, like, it, it just, it feels like, like, I, I really like Taika Waititi as, an, uh, as a director, but it feels like he just kind of has these moments where he's like, ah, well, why have it serious when you can play it for a joke? Right. And you're like, but it doesn't always need to be the joke. And also, I don't think Korg uh, is a good enough character to be that important in the movie. I think I think he Korg, overstayed his welcome. Korg being this kind of constant background character, I think works. Like you have him in Ragnarok, and you just get a little bit of him. Yeah. And then you have him in. Do we see him in Infinity War? Endgame. So he's not in Infinity War. I don't think so. Okay, but anyway, so then we see him no, in, in Endgame, and it's just a l- short scene. Nice sweep to the point. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's what I think Quirk's character in general needs to be. Yeah, he, like, he you has don't need too to make, much limelight you, in Love and I, I, th- I think you don't need every character to be important. Yeah. Like, you can have secondary and tertiary characters. And that's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I agree. And I I, I just, um, I think it's rated 22nd mm-hmm. in my Marvel. So that's uh, literally dead middle. Actually, I think technically 21 is dead middle because there's 42 movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I think they need to pull back a bit. You know, I, I, I still, I don't think we're ever going to get it. But I think the perfect Thor was in Infinity War. Making the jokes, but still was able to be serious. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if we'll ever get that again. Um, but I mean, even 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 in in my opinion, the Thor we get in Endgame, post snap, where he's severely depressed mm-hmm. and a pretty severe alcoholic, even though he's a god. So I don't know that he can process alcohol like that right. if that makes sense yeah um he has to drink a lot exactly but you know what i mean like so when we're seeing thor like that i think he is wanting to like be this past version of himself of like the funny haha thor but he can't because he's so stifled by his own regrets and like right. deep depression and things like that but then like when we get to the fight scene with um thanos and all this you you get these little moments between him and other characters primarily captain america but it's that perfect balance of serious and funny right yeah and then in in love and thunder it's just all funny yeah it, it's, it's too much yeah it's too much um and then the last one that I watched was Quantumania. Which I think is better than people give it credit for. I Okay. I when I was watching, I remember people being upset about it and complaining about it. And then I watched it and I was like, I think this movie is fun. I really like, again, it's in my opinion, they do some creative things. I love. And Hank Pym is awesome in that movie. Yeah. Like, I think it's really creative. I like the worlds that they're creating in this, like microscopic yeah. fucking universe. I kind of understand people's gripe where they're like, but the main villain for this entire part, this entire um, phase, all the phases. Right. Because uh, Kang. 
being bested by in a fist fight with by Ant Man. Like I kind of get it, but it's a different version of him. Like right. And I I remember somebody saying that they were upset because they 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 kill off this version of Kang, but then who's gonna be like the main big bad Kang, right? But I'm like, but they also kill Kang in Loki. Yeah. So it's not like we didn't already have another version killed, yeah. of him. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, what is the complaint? Like, and and then it ends with showing other versions. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so and and even okay. So I do kind of get it where they're like, you know, Thanos constantly was showing up to be built up upon. We haven't seen the Kang. So I I, get I, it. I agree. However, the Thanos that we get. Yes, he's built up upon from Avengers to Infinity War. But the 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 Thanos that we get in Endgame is not the same Thanos from Infinity War. Yeah. That's 2012 Thanos. To be fair though, people do say that that was a cut against the movie. I guess. Like when 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 Wanda's like you you know you took everything from right me. right. He's like, and I, don't he's like I don't even know who you are. Like I do kind of agree that it's like it makes it feel a little less mm-hmm. important yeah. because it's like yeah why do we give a shit yeah you know this isn't the one but that just, did I, everything. I, I just think to make the, so like I kind of get it, but I still think the movie's fun. The Quantumania. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's a fun movie. I I like the um. I like how weird it is. That's what I was going to say. It, a lot of things are just weird. Yeah. But in a good way. My favorite, though, I am, like, obsessed with the, like, light plasma head oh. guy. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't know if he has. Modoc. No, no, no. Oh, no. I know. I know. Never mind. The, I know, the like, yeah. plasma Orb or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his name if he has one. I'm pretty sure he does. And he just yeah. emits the sun yeah. from his head. Uh-huh. Um. I, I want I want a movie of just that guy. <laughs> I do think though that this movie has the same problem as Ant Man and the Wasp, which is Evangeline Lilly is a nothing character. Well, yeah, they like it's uh, she had like they do literally nothing with Hope her. Hope is just a nothing character. They've been doing nothing with Hope since Ant Man. Yeah, but like I don't I I, I she's just nothing. I just I I think for me I have so little expectation for them to do anything at all with hope that I don't even register it anymore. Yeah, like it's I'm weird, like I know she's, she's a such she's a character that exists and is technically supposed to be important in some way. Yeah, but she's not. Yeah, they, they, she's such a nothing character, <laughs> which, which is so weird to me. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. I still think the second Ant-Man and the Wasp is my favorite in the trilogy because it is genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it in so long. I probably need to go back and watch it again. It's uh, it's in my top 10 mm. because I think it is genuinely the best comedic movie in is, the MCU. Is Ant-Man and the Wasp the one where they had all like the directing problems because it was going to be... um, What's his face? Edgar Wright? Yeah. No, that's the original. Oh, okay. Because it was originally going to come out like... In 2008 or something. Oh, okay. Um, and then... Sorry, uh, I get those yeah. things mixed Is up. that... Oh, Black Widow technically came out in Phase 4. Oh, it did. Um, Black Widow... Is fine. 
is, it just came out. It, it, it the time period it came out shot itself in the foot. Is fine. The family dynamic, great. It, it coming out after Endgame, literally right after Endgame was it shot itself in the foot. A huge mistake. Sure was. Oh, also Secret Invasion. Um, but Secret Invasion. Sucks. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, it sucks. But um, I I think if Black Widow was again a smaller scale. <laughs> I think Black Widow's fine as it is. I just think it came out at the wrong time. It came out at the wrong time, but also, like, everything that was the family dynamic, I was obsessed with. I was like, I could watch a three-hour movie of this family. Yeah. Um, Once you got into, like, the fucking, like... Taskmaster is stupid. Helicarrier situation. Yeah. Up in the sky... I was like, it's a little bit stupid, but whatever. Yeah. We'll roll with it. And then the pheromones. I yeah. was like, I cannot handle it. Yeah. And then No Way Home. Great movie. Um, haven't watched it. Really? Okay. I, oh, I said I only watched no, I Homecoming. I, just, I, I don't know. I haven't watched uh, any of Guardians, the... T- Guardians 3. Fantastic. I also need to watch that. Uh, and um, the Guardians Holiday Special I actually didn't like. I need to watch that as well. I know people really like it. I didn't really like it. <laughs> um, and that's that's everything from Phase Four. Yeah. And technically Phase Five. Yeah. So I'm. I think I'm, I'll, just I'm like for the DCU. I'm like halfway through Phase Four. Yeah. And one movie into Phase Five. <laughs> yeah, we have Miss. Uh, we have we have the, the Marvels, Marvels. Uh, coming out. Which is it? Just me, or am I seeing like literally no ads for it? Is that a part of it? You're not allowed to advertise. Uh, well, I mean, they, the they, can, they can advertise, but the actors can't. I know. So, that, so I get that I'm not seeing any, like, press conferences. That's a lot of ads. That's usually a lot of push for movies. But I have, I feel like I've never, I've seen basically no ads. I haven't seen most ads for most movies. Half the, some movies came out that I was like, I was waiting for it to come out, and I was like, oh, fuck, they're out already? Some... You'd be surprised how much actors are, are a big press for the foot. For I the, guess that's fair. Like, yeah, I guess you don't even think about it. Like, usually you would think about, like, oh, what did they wear on the red carpet? And they will be on, like, talk shows and stuff like that. You're right. You're right. Because I'm. Big push. That is a big push. Because people. That's the thing. You want it to be the actors because people are usually more invested in the actors. Yeah, because, like, a trailer is just a trailer. If you're. Especially if you're a casual fan. Yeah. That's how you get butts in the seats. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna have an extra ten minutes. To edit. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, well, I hey. Have a lot um, of thoughts about. MTU. Thanks for uh, thanks for watching this week's episode of the Vaguely Anime Podcast. Uh, you have one week to watch Blue Lock. Um. So, uh, fucking hurry up, Dave. <laughs> stop slacking. Um, he has a whole week. <laughs> yeah. Well, stop slacking, Dave. Um. Yeah, anyway, uh, thanks for watching. Don't for, like, uh, forget to like, comment, subscribe, leave whatever you like, follow. Uh, don't forget to check out Cat at Cat the Moonstar on Twitch. And we will see you next week for Anime Club. Woo! And you'll find out whatever Cat's pick is. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>